Hello and welcome to another Waytag podcast. I'm your host, Corey Jennerjohn. I am joined by Kathy Schmidt. She's actually a former Wisconsin Association for Talented Gifted president, and uh, she joins me again. I had her on as a guest earlier a couple of years ago, and I'm glad to have her back on as a guest. Kathy, thanks a lot for being here, and uh, I want you to tell us about yourself now and uh, what you've been up to. Thanks. Thanks, Corey. Thanks for thanks for having me again. Um, so I, I used up all of my years on the Wavetag board. We have a maximum, a maximum number of years on the board um, of seven, and I hit that. And now I'm in this really lucky, wonderful position of being an advisor to the board. So I still um, get to attend meetings. I can participate at uh, whatever levels um I am able to, or whatever the board needs to have me be involved in it. It's pretty liberating to be in this position now. You get a chance to step back. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice. You can kind of see, see things from afar and take a, uh, take kind of a helicopter view, view, if you will. Yes. Yes. That's a good description. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about, um, things that happen in the summertime. What, what, um, what are you involved with uh, that goes on in the summer, Kathy? <laughs> that I'm really happy you asked. Um, I, I run a camp for gifted Wisconsin children called SOAR Camp. Um, people always say to me, what does SOAR actually stand for? And um, I wanted my logo to be an eagle. And so I had to come up with um, because of eagle soaring, uh, I, I had to come up with what the words actually meant. So every summer, the kids play with this and come up with wonderful things. And probably the best, the best one we've got is summer opportunities for advanced rigor. Um, but after that, the kids make all kinds of great things up. So uh, it's a summer camp for elementary and middle um, school gifted kids, um, meant to be a traditional summer camp in every sense of the word. That's awesome. So how, I mean, like what, what, how did this even start? I mean, what was the genesis of, you know, cause one, you don't, you just don't wake out of bed and be like, you know what, I'm going to start a gifted summer camp for elementary school. You know, like how does that even start? <laughs> um, it kind of was like that, actually. Okay. I I kept thinking um, that everything that is available for summer camps for gifted kids um, tends to be institution based um, and very academic, and the kids the kids get a lot of that during the school year. Um, some academics that meet their needs, uh, of course, and some that doesn't. But, but I, the, the big missing thing was letting kids get back to nature um, and having a, a camp where the kids are truly in a traditional setting rather than in dorm rooms. They, they stay in, in traditional cabins. And they eat in a mess hall. Um, most of most of our meals are actually outside. Ninety five percent of all of their activities are outside, and it um, it just gives our gifted kids a chance to be children outside of academic settings uh, where they can meet um, 
intellectual peers, but also make really great friends in a playful way. That's really awesome. And especially in today's world, Kathy, you know, where there's so much, in, in my opinion, too much of a stress on technology and screens. How many kids do you run across that come to your camp that have little to no experience of the outdoors at all? Um, actually, uh, quite a few. Um, for a lot of the kids, this is their first experience doing doing um, outdoor uh, kinds of play. Um, we we get kind of the whole range, though. The kids are from all over the state, so we have we have inner city kids and city kids and um, suburban kids, but we also have kids from rural Wisconsin who are a little bit more used to that. Um, and I think the fun in that comes that our rural kids really get a chance to shine and uh, teach some outdoor skills to the other kids that um, that they they might really excel in that the city kids don't have um, opportunities to excel in. That's really interesting. Um, so, what what aspect about the camp really you know warms their heart and really makes you you know really get excited for the summer each year? Um, actually, I'm going to take you back to a story from my first year of camp. Um, we were. Uh, um, we were kind of sitting around on the first afternoon watching how the kids were doing. We had done some icebreakers and, uh, you know, I noticed a few kids off on the sides a little bit and thought, you know, I wonder how long it's going to take all the kids to warm up and start getting playful with each other. And the people who, who own the camp uh, that we rent from told me that they have it um, on Tuesday. So the camp starts on Sunday. On Tuesday, they call it Turnaround Tuesday, where the kids who are either homesick or shy or kind of off on the sidelines, um, by, by Turnaround Tuesday, um, all of the kids would be enmeshed in the camp. And to everyone's surprise, <laughs> By supper time, so like we're talking two hours into camp, the kids are playing like puppies in a litter. Um, <laughs> there, there is no turnaround Tuesday. It happens immediately on Sunday because for for many of these kids, it's the first time they've ever been around intellectual peers who are their same age, and it's I, I think it's really um, fascinating and fun for them. Uh, to find friends and find find the, the the kids with the same kind of sense of humor, the same passions as they have, and friendships just develop so quickly. It is beyond amazing, and I think that warms my heart most of all. That is really amazing. That's that's great. That's great to hear. Um, what kinds of things do you do you do to you know pick the you know gifted gifted learner. I mean, um, it's, it's obviously going to be a little bit more kind of geared a little bit more challenging for, um, those kinds of kids. What, what kinds of, uh, things do, do you guys do? Um, so if, if I could step back in time a little bit on this question too, um, when I first started the camp, it was really important to me to have, um, really high-level, rigorous activities um, that the kids would rotate through, um, you know, each day. And I learned immediately that that 
that that is like the least important part of camp <laughs> um and that the very most important part of camp is this this chance to make friends um to start the social and emotional stuff um quickly and in a safe place with them so we do a lot of um we do a lot of activities that involve uh leadership and teamwork because um, immediately that first year, we learned that our gifted kids are not particularly good at teamwork. They've learned um, in a traditional school setting to be competitive, to really want that good grade. And if there's going to be kids in my group that pull me down, I'd rather just do it myself. And so they learn to uh, take these leadership roles, but without having followers. And so so this camp allows the kids to trade places and be leaders and be followers and be friends and know that other people have really good ideas to, you know, to put into that uh, creative time that they, you know, that they spend together doing activities. So, um, yes, we do do those rigorous um high level activities but we've also learned that that the other activities that involve more of the social and emotional things are equally or more important to making the camp be what it is huh, that's cool so the two words that come to mind when you say that Kathy are trust and listen um, the two things in order to you know be a good leader I mean obviously like you say these kids have been, um, you know, working alone, being able to do their own work for how long, uh, being able to trust other kids, that's probably not an easy thing for them to kind of do, is it? I mean, maybe I'm uh, wrong. No, you're you're exactly right, Corey. Um, that that trust factor, they they've not they've not experienced that before. And so we, that is exactly the kind of stuff we do. Um, those trust walks, um, the, the blindfolded activities where they absolutely have to listen hard and trust their partners, um, to accomplish tasks. Um, very often, you know, not just gifted children, but but probably all of us, um, we've learned to listen so differently and, we get ready to say the next thing worth thinking about while someone else is still talking. Um, and and for the kids to have an opportunity to learn not to do that, but to truly be engaged in listening um, and hearing what their either their partner or their teammates are trying to get across has been um, really beneficial. And we see the kids just grow exponentially every day of camp. That's that's so awesome to see in it. And just for you to see the progression of kids that come in not willing to or unsure of being able to work in a team environment and then grow to be a part of a, a team, I think that's got to make you feel so warm, so happy. That's that's really awesome to hear. It, it absolutely does. So... Um, how many kids? How many kids do you uh, take each year, each summer? Um, in the middle school camp, we have um, forty 
positions open for middle schoolers and in the elementary 30. Um, just because elementary kids need a little bit more guidance, a little more uh, time with the adults. So it's the same number of adults, um, just fewer kids. It's a smaller uh, child to adult ratio for elementary. And how long is the the time period for, for each camp? Um, the middle school camp actually starts on a Sunday afternoon and goes through Friday. So this year's camp for middle school is Sunday, July 23rd through Friday the 28th. And the elementary camp starts immediately following that on the Sunday morning, July 30th. And it goes to August 2nd, which is a Wednesday. Um, it allows the kids to have a, uh, the elementary kids to have a a camp experience without being gone from home too many days. I um, have heard over and over, even from middle school parents, that this is the first time their children have slept away from home. Um, and so we just want to be really sure that um, the kids leave the party happy, you know, that they're not homesick. And so uh, it's, it's fun to hear them say either, you know, middle school on Friday or the elementary kids on Wednesday, does camp have to be over? So yeah, <laughs> leave the party while you're having fun. That's all that really, that's awesome to hear. Um, so then by August 3rd, uh, you've got a chance to exhale. I mean, that's a, that's a big chunk of time. You get a chance to exhale and take a breath and whew, take a nice yes. break. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How, so how long, um, Kathy, how long have you been, uh, been having this camp? This will be our eighth year this year. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're currently accepting uh, registration? We are. Um, both camps right now are over half full. Um, we've been in the registration process about two weeks, um, but we are still actively taking registrations for both camps. Okay. All right, Kathy. Well, um, like I said, uh, thanks a lot for joining the Waytag podcast today. It was awesome hearing those stories about how kids are able to transform themselves simply by teamwork, trusting other kids, and by being outside. It's, it's, it's a really, it sounds like a really simplistic formula, but <laughs> it, it really works. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Kind of getting back to old school stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I suppose, like you said too, there's probably not, there's probably not a lot of kids that, um, you know, with so many options, with so many things, um, you know, to you know, with to attract their senses. Uh, there's probably not a lot of kids that do get homesick because there's so many things that are going on that um, they're too busy doing so many other things. Yes, and interestingly enough, you just made me think of something. Our camp is 100% technology free. The kids don't get screens at all uh, the, the whole time that they're at camp. And very often I hear from parents, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're going to survive without their phone or without their, um, you know, their iPod to listen to music at night or, you know, um, and, and every year, I think the kids feel um, 
actually quite liberated not having to attend to a screen or to social media and who's liking something that they posted. Um, and I hear such great stories from the kids about how good it feels to not be attached to technology. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And since they're off the grid, the only way that they can communicate then with you know their parents or relate relatives is with the old fashioned letter yes. via the USPS. So yes, actually, that's exactly right. Good old fashioned paper and pencil. <laughs> and a lot of those kids uh, probably have never written a letter before, so that's probably a new experience for them as well. <laughs> and and we learned that too. There were several children that didn't know how to address an envelope. So look at all the things you learn at summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kathy, that's that's amazing. Um, so yeah, I definitely. Uh, she, uh, you mentioned that you're half full. You're still accepting registrations. Where uh, where can they? Where can anybody go to register for for your camp? So um, the the. Website for the camp is chancetosoar.com, and that will take you to our website with uh, all of the all of the information that you, I, I hope, all of the information that you could possibly need, plus all of the registration forms are there, as well as scholarship applications. Um, we have never, ever turned down a child um, because of lack of funding, we make sure that every child who wants to come to camp gets to camp. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, we're really proud of that. I spend I spend a lot of time and lots of folks um, help me with that, finding finding financial resources to get our kids to camp. That's really that's really great. And what would you say, Kathy, to the parents or the kids um, that are nervous about, um, like we talked about, being you know out and outdoors, being in the woods? Uh, they've never been in the woods before. What would you say to uh, to those people? Um, that's a great question. You know what? Every parent deserves to be to be the best parent they can. And, and I get the nervousness of parenting. Um, my husband and I raised five children ourselves. And so I get that. Sending your kid off to um, any place is nerve wracking for a parent. But I would, I would want to assure every parent who sends their kids to camp uh, that, that um, all of the adults that surround these children at camp um, are exactly who they would want their kids to be with for a week. Um, and that I communicate. So, so the, the secret here is that I do have technology at camp <laughs> and, <laughs> and the parents do check in with me. And I, if there's ever anything that I'm questioning about a child, I, I don't hesitate to reach out to parents either with a phone call or an email just to check in. Um, so, so there is communication, um, but, but the parents can be assured that the kids are in just really good hands. That's awesome. So you're like, it's like a, so that you're like a big uh, hug in the outdoors for elementary and middle school kids. I like that. I love that. Yes, we are <laughs> like a big, like a big hug in the outdoors. That's perfect, Corey. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Kathy, hey, thanks for uh, joining the the Way Take podcast once again. Um, it was it was awesome, and thanks for uh, telling those stories. It was really really neat to hear those. So really really appreciated. And thanks for your time too, Corey. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Kathy, and uh, take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye.